Have you ever wondered, what's so special about that song? Have you asked yourself why you can't get that one song out of your head? Find out here, as my fellow musician and co-host, Didier Jonti, also known as A, and I, Dristan Solomon, also known as Drish, analyze and deconstruct your favorite Christian music. This is Noteworthy. Today on Noteworthy, we are analyzing Goodness of God by Bethel. This song is off of the album Victory, and it is written by an all-star group of songwriters, which includes Jen Johnson, Ed Cash, Jason Ingram, Ben Fielding, and Brian Johnson. Wow. Yeah, those are all, like you said, all-star songwriters who write the biggest songs in Christian music. The number of hits between... All of those names is probably more than all the sand on the earth. <laughs> it's funny because you know you're you know it's like a lot of hit songwriters win. So Spotify has this feature. I don't know if everyone knows this, but where you can um, right click on the song and go to song credits, and it gives you the list of songwriters. But they have this even newer feature where you can click on the songwriters. But usually you can only click on like the big songwriters who have written like a mm-hmm. lot of hits to see all their songs. And for this song, there's like two or three that are like you can click it. Obviously, there are other yeah. hit songwriters, but it's like, yeah. Right. So, yeah. Brian Johnson, we talked about him before uh, because he co wrote. Uh, Living Hope with Phil mm-hmm. Wickham. Over text messages. Yes. Yes. Uh, Don't forget. Can't. That's... Yeah. Go listen to the episode to see mm. more information on how amazing that song is. And uh, he is a songwriter, producer, co-founder of Bethel Music and Worship You. And he is also an author of this book he wrote called, obviously he's the author of the book he wrote, Called When God <laughs> Becomes Real. Mm-hmm. Um, and his wife, Jen, they are equally involved in Bethel music. Um, and she is a founder of this lifestyle brand called Lovely by Jen Johnson. Which, oh, wow. Yeah, it says it's intended to inspire, equip, and engage women of all ages to thrive. So that's cool. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Um, Understandably so, because it's intended for women. women, They are doing a good job at not reaching men. Um, Uh (laughs) She knows her target audience. (laughs) Yeah. And so, yeah, they are really cool people. Yeah. And even like Jason Ingram, I mean, he wrote Credit Lord, Glorious Day, King of Kings, Sea of Victory. And Ben Fielding is. I think he's a Hillsong guy because yes. he wrote Mighty to Save and yep. um, This I Believe with Hillsong. What a Beautiful Name as well and Who You Say I Am and mm-hmm. also, of course, Goodness of God. They also, um, interestingly enough, Jason Ingram and Ben Fielding worked together on the Elevation Worship song, Sea of Victory. Uh, so they've been doing some writing together, mm. which is cool. And Ed Cash, I mean, 
He's the guy who gave us one of worship music's biggest hits ever, How Great Is Our God. So Really? Did he write that one or produced it? He wrote it with Jesse Reeves and uh, Chris Tomlin. Nice. I think he also produced it, mm. uh, but he has songwriting credits for that. Yeah, he's produced a lot of the songs that we've analyzed. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like even with the song that we're analyzing, Goodness of God, Jen wrote it. Um, well, she had the initial idea after she she and uh, Brian adopted their fourth son. Um, and there's a really cool article on Fox News about it. But Fox News? Wow. Yeah. It's, I mean, you know. Wow. Wherever the gospel wants to go, you know. That's true. Um, yeah, and they they like built a relationship with the birth mom, and the judge said it was like the first time in his forty five years that he actually saw an adoption like go through. So it's like really cool, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's what inspired the song. And like, she found herself driving on a long country road when she recorded a song on her phone about the faithfulness and kindness of God um, that impromptu recording session produced goodness of God. So that was from the article. She like Mm. probably like during the process, just like driving down the road, she was like just probably sung a little bit of it. Not to get ahead of ourselves, but the melody just sounds like you would just come, like, you know, like you would just casually think of it. Like it, that's what it sounds like. So and that's really that's a cool story. I didn't I hadn't heard about that before and about like the adoption of their son and um how it's like the goodness of God, you know, that chases us down. Um that's really neat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The theme of the song really is it it is that is what it is. It's a reflection yeah. of the work of God in someone's life and like God's pursuit of his children. Just like yeah, it's just very reflective. All right, so coming down to the song, we're in the key of A flat. Yep. At a moderate rock tempo of 63 BPM. Moderate rock tempo. Where'd you get that from? Wikipedia. Oh, wow. <laughs> so this song has a Wikipedia page? Yes. Yes. Wow. I know. That's, I mean, it's a big cool. song. We asked on our poll on Noteworthy, uh, Noteworthy that the podcast on Instagram, which you should go follow. And we asked, "What is your favorite Bethel song?" And a lot of you guys said, "A lot of you guys said it was Goodness of God." So, so here we are. This song is also from the article. They described it also as Christian country, which is like. This is actually a subgenre. Christian country. Christian country. Hmm. Yeah. Is this the Fox article, the Fox News article that described it as? No, 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 no. This is the Wikipedia page. But there's a Wikipedia page for Christian country also. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So this is interesting. And it, it, it does fit it. Like, even before I saw that article, I was, like, listening to it, and I was like, this is, like... So, like country, like they have little slides with the guitar. Yep, it's the slide guitar. That's what it is. I was just thinking of that. I was like, I think it's the slide guitar. Yeah, just if you want to make your son country, just slide guitar it up. 
for those of you who are like, what on earth is slide guitar? It's basically this way of playing guitar where you put a little glass or steel circular cylindrical thing on your left hand finger if you're a right-handed guitarist that is on one of your left hand fingers i i usually put on my ring finger but there's definitely conflicting opinions on which finger to put it on and then you play with that and you slide it up and down the fr- i don't really <laughs> yeah. know how to explain it it's very odd it's a very it, it is a country thing but yeah. a lot of worship music has adapted it probably because a lot of, I think, worship guitarists play a lot of country because worship music is so heavily based in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Or Christian contemporary music in general is yeah. very based in Nashville, and Nashville is also the country music capital of America. So yeah, that definitely has an impact. But. Yeah. Country and rock and worship are all kind of... Yeah, they kind of just blend. My, my guitar teacher used to say, worship music is just rock music with... Christian lyrics and quiet electric guitars. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, and so we start the song with this intro, acoustic guitar, to start off the countryness of this song. And it's a pretty cool intro that Drish is about to play right now. Yep. Yep, basically. And that is the intro, and he plays that twice. And then they go into the song. Yeah. And she says, which Jen is singing the song and Brian is playing guitar. I love you, Lord. Oh, your mercy never fails me. All my days I've been held in your hands. From the moment that I wake up until I lay my head, I will sing of the goodness of God. And there's something significant about this verse. In this verse, there is a two-four bar which is different than a 4-4 four, four bar, which just means that normally you just count one, two, three, four, but on your mercy never fit, your mercy, just your mercy? Yeah, yeah your mercy. Um, they just do one, two, one, two, three, mm. four, and it just feels like asymmetrical for mm. a second, but it just works, and it's yeah. just like... Like, if you listen to the song, just count, like, on your own time. And then when she says, your mercy, you can, you'll see it. And it'll feel, like, right. And it just picks up back up. And the rest of it is normal. But it's just, like, I feel like that contributes to making it even more country. Yeah, that's so interesting. I couldn't say that I've ever consciously thought about that, you know? And that probably goes to speak for how, like, natural it feels. It's like, oh, it just makes sense. And I mean it does. But it's also a neat little trick. Yeah, I've I feel like I've I've felt like felt that before in a song. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but it's just it's good. But it's like mm-hmm. odd. Yeah. It's different. That's what it is. Another thing about this verse is there's zero rhymes. You know, I literally didn't even notice or even think about that until you literally just said that and let me tell you why it's because the melody on that verse does not repeat itself yes amazing right (laughs) that is amazing 
the whole verse, which it's kind of like a weird five lines. Yeah. Sort of. But like, and, and that's the thing about it. You can't really group it into any like, here's two lines, here's two lines, and here's one last line. Like, it's kind of that way, but like, not really. It's just all different. It's so well done, that melody, j- just because it's like, especially when you have a melody that's so different every time you sing a line, it's hard to remember. It's hard to like catch on to especially like for a congregation and stuff. But this one is not like, it's quite the opposite. It is so different. Like it's uh, every line has a different melody completely. But at the same time, you listen to the song once and you kind of get the gist of that melody. Like you might not be able to sing it perfectly like the second time through, but you will kind of know it. Like it'll, it'll, it just, it has that feel to it. And yes. that kind of, and, and that's kind of characteristic of, uh, country music I guess sort of is that different memorable mm, yeah like it's memorable but not memorable because of repetition mm-hmm. which is really intriguing because Very most cool. of music is memorable because of repetition or at least most pop music most pop music yes um, so it's really interesting to note there's no rhymes at all in that verse and it does not does not for one second sound odd in any way. That's amazing. And that goes to show the brilliance of the writers. Wow. Honestly. That's brilliant just writing mm-hmm. and that that's incredible. And the melody is just it flows so well. It's like going yep. somewhere and it lands home at the goodness of God. That melody on I will sing of the goodness of God is you you'll notice it's the same as the last line of the chorus yeah. in the last line of verse two. And that's that's probably the one familiar thing about, well, the one repeated aspect of the song is that that melody really, like, when it keeps coming back. And that's, first of all, characteristic of a hook because mm-hmm. it keeps, you know, everything, it hooks right back. But also that's another just really interesting songwriting device of using that hook in at the end of your verse mm-hmm. and at the end of your chorus and that's pretty smart pretty genius yeah and then we go into the chorus all my life you have been faithful all my life you have been so so good with every breath that i am able i will sing of the goodness of god that line very interesting with every breath that i am able mm-hmm. doesn't make a whole lot of grammatical sense Mm-hmm. but it like everyone understands and it fits mm-hmm. and no one questions it it's just like yeah with poetic every, license yeah like with every breath that I can breathe but it's like with every breath that I am able to take yeah and you and you know what they're saying which is really cool yeah there are a lot of songs that do that thing where they change up the grammar and vocabulary and it sounds weird but sometimes it feels right and it's it's a very like I feel like case by case thing that you just have to know how to make things not make grammatical sense but still fit and under like you understand what you're saying. And this line does it perfectly. With every breath that I am able, I will sing the goodness of God. Like that just makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like why isn't this grammatically correct? Like it should be. Yeah, that's true. And uh. Speaking of rhymes and repetition of melody, lines one and three 
have the same melody. And they rhyme. Well, it's a family rhyme. So like faithful and able. Oh. Though it's not, it's not like a perfect rhyme. Uh, which is interesting. This is a very opposite of country music. Because country music is all about the perfect rhymes. Uh, well, for the most part. They'll be pretty particular about their rhymes. Uh, but over here, faithful and able is it's like family rhyme. So it's not it's it's not like perfect, of course, because mm-hmm. full and bull, though it kind of sounds the same, uh, yeah. which is why it works. I think that's like uh, pretty much all my rhymes. Yeah, and that's I mean, that's where music has taken us over the course of the years. Like mm-hmm. that, doing something like that a few years ago, not a few years ago, maybe like fifty years ago, people would have been like, "What?" <laughs> but now, now that's that's the thing. That's mm-hmm. the norm. Yeah. So really interesting that in in the chorus there's that change to having that repetition of melody, which mm-hmm. is nice because it makes us stand out. Yeah. Uh, from the rest of the song. Yeah. Yeah, and then you go back to the hook I was singing of the goodness of God, which you've heard before, and and it brings yeah. you home again. And then yeah, and that that word God always ends on the note A flat. So it's, which is the key of the song. So it always lands back on the one, the A flat, the main note that kind of holds everything down. And it's a nice little uh, thing to note. It is the same thing in the verse, in the first verse. You will see it'll do the same thing in verse two. And it just always brings brings it back home because that, that one, that A flat, just feels like home you know yeah yeah and then in verse two it says i love your voice you have led me through the fire in darkest night you are close like no other i've known you as a father i've known you as a friend i have lived in the goodness of god it's interesting though they introduced these two metaphors or these two two images of the fire and darkest nights and uh until now there's not really any metaphors or any images. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting in this verse too. I feel like personally they lose me a little bit because mm. the metaphors are kind of everywhere. Where it's like it makes sense where it says, I love your voice. You have led me through the fire. So I'm thinking, okay, let's say like his voice is like leading you. Like let's say the fire is like mm-hmm. the thing you're going through and you're like trying to follow his voice. And then in darkest nights, so it's like, is it fire or is it night? But like, you know, it's not wrong. It's just like you're losing me a little bit in the image right. that you're picturing. Mm-hmm. And then you are close like no other. Um, And then I've known you as a father. I've known you as a friend. Which kind of ties into close like no other, I guess. Yes. So it's just a lot going on. It's not wrong. And it, it makes sense. It's just mm-hmm. they lose me a little bit. Yeah, it changes from that like easygoing vibe mm-hmm. to a little more. Oh, here are some more concepts kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, and then it changes the hook to "I have lived in the goodness of God." Yes, and that's re- I think it's really cool. Yeah, uh, the way they do it, it's it's a nice departure. They could have said "I will sing of the goodness of God," mm-hmm. but saying "I have lived in the goodness of God," you know, it just it changes it. It changes even the way you now perceive it because mm-hmm. you're like, wow, like I have lived mm-hmm. in the goodness of God. You know, that's pretty. It says it all. Yeah. 
Yeah. Really does. And then we go back to the chorus. Yeah. Which is the same. The same thing. And Yeah. Oh, something also I feel like I wanted to say in the chorus, that melody on so so good feels so so good. Oh yes. And that note B flat. Yeah, I don't know why that note feels so good. It just does for me. Yeah. It's probably because uh, like that's the highest point of the chorus right now. And it also kind of creates a tension with like the the A flat, the note, like the main note of the song, like you said. I was thinking of the goodness of God, but it's like so good. And it's yeah. like a little tension, it's like almost that note, but like a little higher. It just feels really yeah, good. it's it's a B flat. It's one note above, and it's on the five chord, which is the E flat. So it's part of the chord, but that chord in itself is like the five chord always creates tension to go yes. back to a one, and in this case, it's kind of creating that tension. And the note is a two, which also creates it. So it's a lot of tension on that note, yes. and it sounds sounds super good. Yeah. Another really interesting thing about the chorus that we forgot to point out is. Um, it's not only on the chorus, actually. It's even in the verse, verse one, verse two, is there's this little thing going on in the chords, which we call a walk down. So on verse one, on the words, all my days, which is the second line, and on the chorus on that I am able, it, it does this, the chords do this thing that goes like, and it's like walking, like the bass line, essentially the reason it's called a walk down is because the lowest note walks down, walks down <laughs> from A flat to the G to the F minor. So it goes one note lower every time. And the chords are, it's like a A flat, E flat over G, F minor. So it's really interesting. Uh, something that kind of like throws me off. Mm is that from from there it goes to the four which is d flat but it doesn't finish the walk down leading up to the four and it kind of always like i feel like it just stresses me out a little it, it, it does this but i mean for me i always want to play you know what i'm saying but <laughs> Like the note leading up to the the four? Yeah, because it's like A flat, G, F, E flat, D is yeah. the sequence. But they play A flat, G, F, D flat. <laughs> <laughs> and for those who are lost a little bit, like it's just like most chords have like the way chords are structured, they are meant to go to each other or to make sense right. within each other. Um, like if you're going in a pathway to a chord and then just mm -hmm. skipping a, one of the chords that go to the next chord, it just feels weird. It's kind of like taking a step, another step, and then pausing and then taking a little bit of a jump. Yeah. Instead of like a step, a step, a step, a step, and a step. Which, it's a creative decision. Yeah. There's no, oh, here's a right way, here's a wrong way. I guess it's all, it also depends on your musical context and what you're used to. Yeah. And then after that second chorus, we go, we go into the bridge that says, your goodness is running after, it's running after me. Uh, your goodness is running after, it's running after me. With my life laid down, I'm surrendered now. I give you everything. Again, that line with the melody, 
it feels so good. Just like the second line in the chorus where it says, so, so good. It's, I feel like that same feeling where it just goes really high. Or it like builds it up. With my life yeah. laid down, I'm surrendered now even higher. My life laid down, yeah. I'm surrendered now is even higher. And then I give you everything is even higher. Yeah, it feels so good. Mm-hmm. And then your goodness is running after. It's running after me. And it's just mm-hmm. great bridge. It's interesting you pointed out that third line, melodically, the way it rises. Uh, another thing is that, I don't know if you noticed this, but it says the same thing three times. With my life laid down, I'm surrendered now, I give you everything. They're all, it's the same thing, but in three different ways. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? It is very interesting. Like, it's all saying, like, I'm surrendered. I feel like it's like different levels of the same thing that you're saying. It's like, my life laid down, I'm surrendered now, it's like a little level, like a higher level of you know, surrender, whatever. Mm, and then yeah. I give you everything. It's like, yeah, that's, I'm sold out. Like, that's, ah, brilliant. Yeah. And it's like, with with my life laid down, is like, he, like, they're not saying, I'm laying my life down. It's, it's a little different. It's mm. like, with my life laid down, like, my life is laid down. Mm-hmm. I am, like, I'm surrendered now. Like, I am surrendered. But then there's this active action of mm. I give you everything. And that's like... That's it, brilliant. It hits different. That's br- I feel like this song is very good at, at saying the same things in different layers, different ways. Yeah. And it yeah. all just so good. Brilliant, brilliant writing. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, the rest of that bridge is your goodness is running after. It's running after me. Um, which is it's 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 a nice little uh, dif- differentiation in those words from your goodness is running after to it's running after me, which I think it adds adds some to that line at least. Yeah, it's kind of like the same thing as again graves into gardens that we analyzed in the first episode where um, ah the chorus. Yeah, what is it saying? Uh, there's nothing better than you and nothing is better than you. Nothing is better than you where it's like, that's it. like your goodness is running after is not a complete sentence. And it's completed like from your goodness is running after find this completion and it's running after me. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And that is the entire song and all of it. Well, we go back into the chorus. We go back into the chorus and then it goes back down. And maybe they do another yeah. bridge and it's, you know. <laughs> and you you keep singing it as much as you want, but <laughs> that is the entirety of the song. What makes this song noteworthy for you? I, okay, personally, I really like the sound of the song. Like, I really like the feel. You know, it's like it has a light and like kind of an airy light feel to it, which is quite like refreshing it's like different like it, it's probably that you know the the christian country thing that, that we've been talking about and i'm not much of like a country music fan yeah but i, I but i like that the, the like the feel of this song and yeah i feel like a lot of uh i mean I, I feel like worship music these days tends to shy away from um things like a 5-1 resolution, which is basically a 5 chord going to a 1. Or in this case, it would be like the E-flat going to the A-flat. Can you quickly demonstrate? A 5-1 resolution is basically like... 
Yeah. Or if you want to be really dramatic about it, it's like. But uh, so um, modern modern music in general, I guess, uh, has more of a four to one resolution, which is kind of like this. Or not even it. It sometimes just resolves to the four chord, which is like the the D flat in this case, and it's it's really interesting um, conversation to have, which maybe we'll get into someday. Because of that whole country thing, it like it just it's a good switch up, a good change, um, and it like helps just the song feel very. Driving down the country roads, reflecting on the goodness of God mm-hmm. type. So really, that sound does it for me, I think. Um, and of course, I, I, I love the theme of it. Mm. Uh, it's probably the sound and the theme are the two things that, like from my perspective, those are the two things that make it really noteworthy. Because mm. uh, me, I mean, I don't know about you. I mean, I know about you. I'm, I'm sure like <laughs> the goodness of God has been significantly like... yeah. Uh, like a significant part of your life too. And yeah. for me, it has definitely, like I can look back and I'm like, wow, every single step of the way, like the fact that I'm alive right now, the fact that I'm like geographically where I am right now, mm. the fact that I'm spiritually where I am, mm. and like the fact that I'm not an emotional wreck is like literally because of like right. God. That's what makes the song noteworthy for me. What about you? Before we analyze the song, I would I would have said like kind of what you said like just the feel of it like the sound the hum I call it like the hum hummableness of it like you can hum it like it's memorable like melody mm-hmm. it's something you would casually just kind of sing and think it just like everything mm-hmm. about the song is very like brings it back to that theme of reflection like through the melody the chords the words everything is so like yeah reflective and good um but now that i've listened to the song i mean now i've analyzed the song there's just so much that makes it good that makes it noteworthy like from these tension notes in the in the melodies to like just the intentionality and how they say I would say like something very noteworthy is that how they say the same things in different layers in different ways throughout mm, the whole yeah. song. Very brilliant writing. Like I appreciate this song even more now because of how brilliant yeah. the writing is. Yeah, I agree. If you like this song or found something interesting about it that you want to share with us, follow us on Instagram or Facebook at noteworthy.thepodcast and comment on our posts about this episode. We want to hear from you. Let us know which song you'd like us to analyze next. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.